When doing interviews, there's always a lot of prep. Most of the time, you're connecting with the artist during the interview, but interviews like this one, I always look forward to. I made the song, and I said, this song is missing some, it needs a different flavor. So I was talking to my manager, Dre, and uh, I was just saying, who can I get on this song? Like, I want I want somebody, maybe 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 Spanish, right? Like, like somebody to bring some Spanish flavor to it. And right away, he was like, oh. That's Drew Bex, and we talked with him about his album, Strange Days, Long Nights. I also invited tastemaker and spoken word artist, Egypt Speaks, to share two songs you need to listen to. So I am Egypt Speaks. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, which is very... Uh cold at the moment uh, but yeah I do spoken word poetry I fell into it by complete and total accident I started off wanting to be a, a preacher plus music from Nathaniel Desiree D Pyramid Park and more so get ready because it's time to rediscover and refill your playlist with the best in Christian music I'm Anthony B Mitchell and this is episode three of the refill your Christian music journey starts now My name is Dallas. I am from West Michigan, and it's beautiful, and I enjoy living here. It's wonderful. Deep calls to deep. You're always chasing after me. In 2017, my family and I were living in Puerto Rico and Hurricane Maria hit in September. And that was really just a rough time for me. I was going through a lot of stuff um, and my family and I had to come back to the States. It took me a long time to process everything we had gone through. And about four months later, it was just really, I just felt God was just, you know, talking to me and speaking into my heart. And out of that came the song where I just really, I felt the Father's love and I had to express that and how thankful I was. I just want you to understand that the Father is always there, even when it feels like He's not. And you're going to go through life and things are going to hit you and you are going to go through things you never thought you would experience. But He's still there with you and He's patient when you're not patient. And the deep love in Him calls the deepness in us. And that is so important to remember as we go through this thing that we call life. Thank you to Dallas Nicole for sharing her heart behind Deep Calls to Deep here on The Refill. Spoken word, an art form that has been transformed from being a poet with a mic to a creative expression that includes images, dressing up, music, lighting, and more. This episode I have with me spoken word artist Egypt Speaks, who is currently touring right now. So, full disclosure to the listeners if this is your first time getting to know egypt i'm right there with you because originally i was supposed to have someone else to do this uh segment for this episode didn't work out so a mutual friend of ours cindy who's set to actually be on a future episode suggested egypt now egypt you and i actually spoke for about like what 30 minutes yeah about that yeah and you were basically 
ready. Like I got them picked in everything. I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was pretty. Uh, it wasn't straightforward, but I definitely had a couple <laughs> that I knew I wanted to share. Well, Egypt, welcome to the refill. Oh well, thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Well, look, let's start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. So I am Egypt Speaks. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, which is very. Uh, <laughs> cold at the moment. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I do spoken word poetry. I fell into it by complete and total accident. I started off wanting to be a a preacher. I went to Winter Jam and saw the speaker that they had out on that tour and just kind of fell in love with trying to show people that they were loved, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, The problem was I was a a little kid (laughs) at the time and maybe for good reason churches weren't too keen on letting like a you know eight to twelve year old come in and preach to their congregation. So um, I went and did a competition called Fine Arts, which is like America's Got Talent for pint-sized people, and ended up signing up for spoken word, thinking that spoken word was the same thing as a sermon. I was very, very wrong. <laughs> and I didn't realize that until I got into the competition room and all of these kids were just like spitting fire and I was lost. So needless to say, that first year I bombed it, but the next year um, I really kind of worked on the craft. I got to know a lot of other poets, uh, at least that were in my scene and my genre. And that next year I came in first in the state of Ohio, second in the country and third in the world for spoken word, which are positions that I still hold. Uh, and just really was blessed with some opportunities to go out with some bands on the the heavy metal scene. Guys like the Protest uh, were always super kind. Oh yeah, um, Protest is amazing. Oh, they're amazing. Uh, Random Hero was another one. Got to go out and play kind of a bash on the farm and have been touring professionally since I was about eight. Uh, but then on the national circuit for the past maybe five six years. So I've gotten to share the stage with guys like Tadashi, Andy Minio, Social Club Misfits, uh, Toby Mac. Just kind of that whole that whole gamut of of artists. That's kind of how I got here. Uh, That's me in a nutshell. Um, I've been zipping up and down the country ever since. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Um, We're definitely going to have to try and get uh, cathedrals on to a playlist or something. I'll I'll, I'll probably make sure I add it to the show notes um, so you can, listeners, you can check that out for sure. Thank you. Um, But in regards to your spoken word, and of course I... I brought this up before um, earlier in our, our conversation before the interview started that, you know, spoken word is usually just limited to one person and a mic. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So and and it's also probably it's changed a lot more. So because of, you know, the the time that people have taken to, to listen to it, mainly the attention spans, right, mainly the attention spans. And, you know, it's, it's changed so much now that you got the imagery, you got the dressing right. up. And, um, you know, you got the lighting and music. Like, how do you do your sets? Oh, I cheat a lot. Um, So (laughs) I work mainly with musical artists. And the challenge with that is that if they see that there's a poet on the bill, like, at least I know before I started doing it, that was usually the time I would plan to, like, go to the bathroom (laughs) before, like, the headliner started. Um, And as a poet, a lot of the times I I have these really cool opportunities to emcee. But when I am able to give a performance, I want to make sure that it's memorable and it changes the status quo for what spoken word is or can be. So if you are watching my set, uh, especially in the last couple of years or so, it's a story from back to front. Um, 
What that means is that everything is timed out to video and lighting cues. There is as much a visual aspect as there is an auditory and lyrical aspect. So everything that I'm saying should roll together. Um, normally, I like to start my set with some type of TV intro. Uh, I think right now it's Phineas and Ferb or SpongeBob. <laughs> nice. Um, just to kind of catch that attention. And from there, I want it to be as interactive and just as personable as possible. Because really what poetry is, is trying to express and I guess the word is inflict <laughs> emotions on other people. And what the challenge with that is, is that in those moments, I have a chance to maybe deliver a message or or the, the idea that someone is loved for who they are by a God who created them on purpose uh, in a way that they may never have heard before. So my set, if you're looking at it, looks a lot like a rap set, but it also could look a lot like a metal set. It could look a lot like anything just because the way that the delivery is set up will change based on where I am. That is amazing. Um, you definitely, we definitely have to sit down and, and talk again in the future, but you you definitely got cool points with me uh, because you use Phineas and Phineas Ferb. is awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, completely. <laughs> but let's, let's head into uh, this music, um, the two songs that you chose, and um, I'm going to let you introduce this next band that uh, was on a little bit of a hiatus. And yeah, I think a lot of people... Uh, we're looking forward to hearing their music. So go ahead and introduce them. All right, this is Switchfoot, and the song is Take My Fire. Every day enemy tried to get the best of me, the enemy under my skin. Every day enemy, my fate to fly anatomy, feeling like I just can't win. Sometimes I wish I didn't feel that much. Sometimes I wish I didn't need that touch, but every day my enemy pretend that was Switchfoot Take My Fire, and this is our Tastemaker segment. We have Egypt Speaks. Now, Egypt, why did you choose Take My Fire? So first off, we, in order to understand the song, we have to talk about the band. If you are unfamiliar, Switchfoot is this surfer rock-like rock band out of San Diego, um, and it was odd. The first time I saw them, I was really young and had run away from my mother. They were the first concert that we went to, uh, and they were headlining over the Newsboys, if that tells you mm. the year that this was. <laughs> uh, but I remember I saw Duncan Phillips from the Newsboys just off by the side, and like little me thought it would be great to go and like pet his mohawk, and running to him and away from my mother ran right into these guys. And I remember being terrified because one they're huge um and i was very short at the time but also uh they were just really kind and then as i started to interact with them a little more both as a fan and then at one point i got to play with them um it was just it was insane to see the amount of heart that was in this group like there's something different about them uh, so they went on this hiatus which crushed a lot of fans. We weren't sure what was happening or why or how long, but then they came back and they dropped this record called Native Tongue. Yeah. And it's different. Um, people will know Switchfoot for their rock and roll riffs, for their heavy hitting lyrics. And this was almost like 
radio rock, which we weren't accustomed to coming from them, but this song gripped me from the moment it started. First off, I'm a guitar player. I love that riff. But once you dive into the lyrics, the lyrics themselves are much deeper than I was expecting coming from a track that sounded like that. And so I picked this song because of what it's saying, because I know the hearts of the guys who were saying it, and because I really think it's a message of perseverance and determination that especially the body of Christ could use right now. I know it definitely helped me. It became an anthem. Um, but it also, I think, has a message that can translate well over, I guess, any any location, any person. Mm-hmm. It did actually catch me off guard because when you when you sent it to me, I started playing it and I was like, boom. I'm like, oh my goodness. It smacks you in the face. <laughs> exactly. And at the time, I had my headphones down and I turned the volume up because it was low in the intro. And See, that was your first mistake. <laughs> y- yeah, definitely my first mistake. Well, look. We've arrived at our second song. Do you want to go ahead and introduce it for us? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right, guys. So this is la, Dry la, Places la. by James Dayton. My baby Brooklyn, she gonna love that part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, here's a light bulb. Yeah, light now. Nah. Screw it in first. Yeah, tight now. Nah. The lamp of the Lord don't like plugs. It run off oil, oil. Check your oil station in my prayer closet. I got oil waiting. When I go to church, there's an oil leak. Service real dry when the oil leave. Every week, it's like last week. No holy ghost, just holy freaks. And everybody with a title wanna wanna convince you to hear prophecy. But my dress code is so pointless. And to address clothes is disappointing. Salvation, they avoid it. In terms of drop places satan joins in drop places show dehydration no precipitation that's a hard life i heard you said in church over a hundred times about to lose faith because your heart's dry but i pray for the minute got children sheep james daytona dry places featuring allison victoria here on the refill again we are here with egypt speaks now when i get introduced to, to new artists i'm usually skeptical especially when it comes to rappers because it's the music i consume the most but when it when you um sorry when i took in uh, this song and it made me feel like you know he was really passionate about this topic and that we don't address in the church a lot um, so share with us why you chose this song alright well first of all James Daytona is amazing I love him so much I had the chance to meet him on a tour I was doing oh, I guess a while back uh, he was one of the opening artists and he just started he started rapping and I'm not usually a huge fan of hip hop but what he was saying and the energy that he brought to his platform was captivating there was no getting around him there was no ignoring him there was no taking a potty break like you were there and you were watching him and that is not something that is normal um, especially from like an opening act like you're not quite sure ever what you're gonna get like you said with with hip-hop you're very very skeptical so I kind of kept in touch with him he's out of Indiana and uh, I believe Indianapolis but the more that I watched him and the more that I saw his lyricism grow, I knew I knew I had to keep an eye on him, if that makes any sense. So uh, I guess in the past year or so, I personally went through a, just a period that this song describes, just like a dry place, where I'm bouncing back and forth between all of these music genres and all of these music scenes and playing these shows and going to church. And somewhere in there, I got very jaded 
Um, some of it stemmed from a situation where I got really hurt. Uh, and some of it was church hurt. Some of it was just people who were doing things in the name of God that just were not godly at all. And I remember sitting there and, and wondering where God was in all of that. Like everything just felt just fake and, and very shallow. And he dropped the song maybe two weeks after that. And I just remember listening to it and realizing that it was describing not only a lot what I, of what I was seeing, but a lot of what I myself spiritually was going through. Um, as an artist, as a blogger, I'm sure that you would know, or any anyone that really has to go through a bit of a grind, it's very easy to get caught up in that routine and, and going through the motions. And you very quickly can become a dry place if you're not being poured into. And that song, that plea with the church itself to go back to where they started within their roots for seeking you know, the Holy Spirit and, and trying to bring that same revival we keep talking about to our own hearts hit home quickly. <laughs> uh, and just the idea that I've also, I've met this guy, like I know that not only does he practice what he preaches, which in some cases was what I was missing in some of the areas I was in, I also know he believes that and that he will walk in that same faith and in that same mindset in everything he does. And to me, that is more important than his music is knowing the heart behind the person. It's the same way I, that I like Switchfoot. It's not, you know, that I love every song. It's that I know the hearts that's behind them. And the heart that is in James Daytona is not one to mess with <laughs> at all. Um, and you'll yeah. see that the more that you listen to him. So, yeah, that's that's Dry Places. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the reason why we started this podcast. You know, the idea was to get to understand the heart behind uh, the, the music and, and the artists themselves and we just thank you so much for you Egypt uh, taking the time to sit down and and just talk about your two favorite songs um, and obviously I know it was short notice but it's really very much appreciated um, before I let you go uh, where can people get a hold of you? Absolutely. So I am Egypt Speaks Official on Instagram and Egypt Speaks on Facebook. Um, you can also just Google Egypt Speaks and all of the music, uh, or I guess poetry, would pop up as well. We are revamping our YouTube channel with, uh, I guess, cinematic poetry. I think that's the best way to put it, uh, with things that are like music videos. Some tour vlogs will be up as well. And of course, if you're in the Toronto area, I will be at Wonder Jam with uh, Skillet and Ledger, Jordan Feliz, Mr. Talkbox, and a whole lot of other cool people. Uh, all of those dates will be available on my page. Perfect. Thank you so much, Egypt. And coming up, we do have our interview with Drew Bex, uh, diving into Strange Days Long Nights album that he just recently released. This is The Refill. Hi, this is Nathaniel from Trinidad and Tobago, Twin Island Republic, the south side of the Caribbean. They are feeling too down, no liquor in me hand, but they can't understand me. To look like the world with the jump and wave thing, jump and wave thing. I tell them to look in the world and do some research on a man called David. I feel into shout and praising you. Creative expression and boundaries being created as it relates to what is traditionally accepted and what might be too modern. Garment of praise was a response to that, but from a biblical standpoint, saying that, you know what, it is okay for us to free up ourselves 
I think I was kind of targeting it to respond to that whole notion that this is what Christianity should look like, sound like, smell like. For the creatives, uh, I think it's important that we find areas to express ourselves in praise and worship through the arts in the kingdom. We need you. Don't be discouraged. Yeah, man, a little soca music for you. Thanks to Nathaniel for sharing his heart behind this big tune, Garment of Praise. Thanks for listening to The Refill, where you rediscover classic Christian music and refill your playlist with new ones. For this album review segment, I've invited someone who I've known for a long time. We go as far back as his song Motivation. Actually, correction. We go as far back as this guy used to give me haircuts during my college days. Yeah. (laughs) To witness his growth has been amazing and i'm excited to talk to him about his album strange days long nights former member of christ style drew bex wow <laughs> christ style huh yeah man Went way back yeah bro well yeah <laughs> you know shout out to promise because i was trying to remember um i was trying to remember the name the name and, yeah, uh yeah. you know but he was he was able to help me out with that so thanks to him really do appreciate yeah. that and you know what? Promise might not even remember this because I, I just remembered it the other day, but he's actually the one that got me to change my name to Drew Bex, too. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, because I used to go by the name uh, HT at the time. <laughs> and he was like, why don't you use your, your you know, like your real name? And I was mm. like, hmm. Then he's like, yeah, Drew Bex. And I was like, oh, you know what? That's a good idea. So, <laughs> Well, I, you know, I can go in on the many things that Promise has done behind the scenes, but that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but congrats on the release of your latest work, Strange Days, Dark Nights. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's dive into why you named the album this. Um, so basically, I just felt after I... So I didn't have a name until I was about uh, three quarters of the way through the album. And I just felt like... Uh, you know what, this this is all sounding to me like it's, I'm in a space right now where I'm looking around and I'm seeing that things are just, every day, you know, like you're on Twitter, like this Momo thing, you're, just, you're seeing stuff and hearing stuff and you're just like, man, we're in strange times. Um, and sometimes it can feel like it's one long night as far as like, it seems like there's no way out of it. Like we're just surrounded by all this, all this you know, in, in some cases it's straight up demonic stuff and it's just like, a lot of a lot of depression like a lot of people i know who have depression and anxiety and it just seems like we're in one long night but you know i believe what the word says which is that joy comes in the morning so i just kind of wanted to frame it that way where it's like where we're we're in strange times and uncertain times and it might seem like the nights are like like it's one long night but we have a hope that comes in the morning right so, which which actually leads me into um as a perfect segue into the song that I I chose, which was Compass. Yeah. Um, talk about the what mm-hmm. event led you to write this song. Okay, so this might this might be strange for some people, but well, the Compass, album is called Strange Days. Dark oh yeah, Night. so <laughs> a lot of strangeness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Compass was actually written originally as a straight up love song to my wife, um, and if you listen to it a certain way, you'll you'll pick up on that. It was it was me talking to my wife saying that in times when I because if you know my story in a nutshell there was a time when I was kind of going off the path and she was the one who was like look when I married you I I said 
I said, you need to, like, I'm going to follow you if you follow God and only if you follow God. So she kind of acted as that compass to bring me back to where I needed to be. Um, so originally I wrote the song as a straight up love song to my wife and I was talking to her. But then when I listened to it again, it hit me. Like the other day I tweeted, I said, sometimes my own lyrics convicts me because I was listening to the song and it hit me a total different way where it was like, whoa, this is God talking to me. Uh, or, or this is me talking to God, sorry, saying his love is a compass and he sent Christ and you know what I mean? Like it's just, it, it just hit me a different way. So then I realized, okay, this song is, it can be taken in different ways. Um, so when we did the video, we decided to go with neither of those depictions. We didn't want to go with the straight up relationship between a, you know, two two people in love, whatever. And we didn't want to go through, uh, we didn't want to go to the straight up like love of God. So we said, okay, we're going to do love between a father and a daughter and them finding each other uh, and lo love in general being the compass and of course for christians we know that the ultimate the ultimate love is god amen so yeah that that's how that came about yeah man all right well look why don't we go ahead and introduce compass and uh let the people check it out for themselves hey you are now listening to drew beck's my new single compass featuring ada beta bay that you can call her ada on the refill check it out i was lost in need of a guide couldn't find my way at a crossroad, at the choose left to ride Didn't know which road to take But you were standing right beside me You came over to remind me How to focus I just needed focus I was wrong with thought that I had it right And you saw the problem just like a satellite I thank heaven that God sent you And he blessed the day I met you Yeah, you came right to me Compass on the refill featuring Ada Betsabe. I believe I pronounced that correctly. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> She's an amazing rapper, by the way. She um, is. How did you get her on uh, as a feature? I made the song and I said, This song is missing some, it needs a different flavor. So I was talking to my manager, Dre, and uh, I was just saying, Who can I get on this song? Like, I want, I want somebody, maybe, maybe, maybe Spanish, right? Like, like somebody to bring some Spanish flavor to it. And right away he was like, "Oh, Ada," and I was like, "Okay, I know her, but I know her as a, as a rapper, right? Like she got bars." So I said, "Okay," and I knew that I wanted something a little more melodic. So I said, "Okay, let me go really do a deep dive into her catalog," and I did, and I realized, "Oh man, she's perfect for this." So, you know, we got together, reached out to her, um, even flew her out to Toronto from Boston, where she's at, and um, shot the video and it all worked out, man. And I'm super, super happy that she came through and um, completed the song. Yeah, man. No, it was really good, and uh, I think it's also great how you use your you use your platform to share the talents of other female artists yes. as well as artists that might not, um, you know, have a, a large platform of their their own. You always seem to invite them onto your your projects. Yeah, that's very intentional. Um, you know, I think that's important for people to use their platform, especially when the people are actually talented, because there's a lot of we live in a in a not to reiterate what Drake said at the Grammys, but we live in a opinion-based you know kind of society and and it's like uh, people i would even i would even say popularity based more so than opinion based right so because of that a lot of artists who are actually good don't get that shine or that platform because they're not part of the popular clique or they're not part of the popular label or whatever so wherever i can i try to 
to do like you know if I hear someone and I'm like you know what that person would bring something to the project they might not they might not have the biggest name but they would bring something to it mm-hmm. I I go for that that's intentional that's good she's actually not the uh, the only amazing feature uh, on this album yep. I mean you have Joey Ventes you got Promise of course uh, Papa San and there's a lot more but the song that caught my ear which is the second song yeah. we're, we're going to introduce is a song featuring V Rose and uh, that's Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi Church it's it's a perfect song for the time that we're living mm-hmm. in can you explain more about what led you to write this song um I mean you said it the time that we're living in I was just observing how like a lot of like even myself I was just obser- obser- like really observing my life and how I kind of went from being somebody who was really wanting to go out there and meet people and spread the word of God and and just like really get into people's lives to just sitting on the couch and pulling out my phone and just sending out little encouraging scriptures or whatever via Twitter or whatever. And nothing's wrong with that, but that can't replace us going out there and actually seeing people and, and, and investing in people and really helping people, you know, like get like just even doing the practical things, like helping people with their groceries and all of that. Um, that was just a conviction that I had, and I decided that, um, I, well, I figured that if I had that conviction, there's probably a lot of people, just, just based on the times that we live in, there's probably a lot of people that are going through that same thing, where they just kind of lost sight of actually getting out there and putting feet to the pavement. Um, so that's why I wrote that song. Nice. All right, well, look, let's listen to or play or introduce uh, Wi-Fi Church, and when we come back, we'll get you to... Uh, share what you hope the listener will walk away with after they listen to the album. This is Drew Bex, and you're now listening to Wi-Fi Church featuring V-Rose on The Refill. Yeah. Praise to the Lamb, you the goat. Yeah. I am but a man, but I boast in the I am that I am, because I know he was slain like a man, but he rose. He said, go to every land, bring him hope. Yeah. Tell him about the good news, do it like I would do. Feed the hungry, help the needy in the hood too. I know, I supposed to, but sometimes I admit I'm a loafer. And my life is a big roller coaster. Got a wife, couple kids, and I do stuff. Cool stuff, that drew stuff. Gotta stay giving you all the new stuff. So I search for the comments, I can boost my ego. Like a drug, I can juice stuff. Yeah. Social media turning us to some online Christians. Wi Fi Church featuring V Rose from Drew Bex's latest album, Strange Days, Long Nights. Remember, links are available in the description for this episode's playlist to hear each song in full drew thanks so much bro for um sitting down with me and sharing your heart behind this these uh these songs hey man thanks for having me before you leave what do you hope the listeners will walk away with after listening to strange days dark nights um so the way i designed the album was very strategic where i ended it on the note um or on the with the message joy comes in the morning on the track motivation monday and um that's that's just the overall thing that i want to kind of leave listeners with the fact that the nights, the days might seem strange and the nights might seem long, but joy does come in the morning. So just hold out, um, you know what I mean? And God will help you navigate these strange days and these long nights. Uh, if you're a creator, stay creative. Whatever the, whatever your mission is, stay focused. And just, um, yeah, believe, man, and, and, and you'll make it through. Thanks so much, Drew. Really do appreciate the time. Likewise, man. Coming up, music from Desiree D, as well as our Digging in the Classics segment. It's The Refill. Hey, my name is Pete McCallan. I go under the artist's name of Pyramid Park and I'm from Cambridge in the UK. Take me where I've not been Exceed my 
Uh, Mesmerized came out of a season when I was writing an album called Vulnerability, and the album is about pouring out my heart to God in a way that's very raw and real and honest. And at the time, I was making some key life decisions, and I remember really trying to worship God in the middle of the kind of confusion and uncertainty of, of what was going on and as I was doing that I sat down at the piano we've got at home and spent a long time just trying to worship through that and Mesmerize was one of the songs that came out of that season there were probably three or four that um, were kind of core songs for the album uh, one was Vulnerability, Caught in the Depths and then Mesmerized and Mesmerized kind of talks about um, drawing to God, drawing near to God as the Prince of Peace and how when we look at him and we sit and just almost gaze upon his beauty, we see something amazing of his character and who he is. Um, and kind of being caught up in that place was so important for me in that season. And so Mesmerized kind of quickly got written and kind of flowed out as a as a kind of worship song that was really core to what I was writing at the time. Sure, well I think for me I really hope that the listeners are able to encounter the presence of God um, and particularly encounter the peace of God. I know that um, certainly in the UK at the moment there's peace seems to be at a premium and I really believe that God wants to reveal himself as the Prince of Peace and so my hope for you guys listening to this will be that you encounter his peace and his presence today. Thanks to Pyramid Park for sharing his heart behind Mesmerize. There is an acoustic version that is that has been released recently, so please go and check that one out. This is the Refill Podcast. This is the Refill Podcast. It's D-I-T-C time. The cool thing about this uh, segment is I have the honor of not only listening to some of these classic songs, but I have the privilege of sitting down with the artists themselves. DeGarmo and Key was one of those groups I just never heard about before. So you can imagine my excitement when I got a chance to sit down and talk with Eddie DeGarmo in a bit. He'll actually explain how he and Dana Key wrote this episode's DIT classic from their 1979 album, Straight On. Here is Jericho on The Refill. Dana and I wrote all of our songs together, and some of them he wrote the lyrics, some of them I wrote the lyrics, and some of them he wrote the music, some of them I wrote the music. Occasionally we would write them all apart, and then the other one would kind of edit the other one's work type thing. This particular song, Jericho, was on our second album that was released, oh my gosh, way back in 1979. And 
Dana Key wrote the lyrics to the song and I wrote the music and the melody, this particular one. But what he was addressing, and, and I know it because we discussed it at the time, is probably something that's still appropriate for today, which is just the, the pride and the greed and those kinds of attributes in society where we were making Jericho in, a, in the United States more or less analogous. You know, we talk about Wall Street, we talk about fool's gold, we talk about chasing after those things that seem to really matter a lot in this worldly life, but in an eternal scheme don't matter much at all. And so that's the nature of the psalm, because in the Old Testament, the Battle of Jericho, they, inhabitants of Jericho, felt very safe and secure because they had these huge walls that surrounded them. Kind of funny when you think about it with all the conversations of today, right? But they had these huge walls that surrounded them. And of course, you know, the angel and the Lord told Joshua to, to march around the city and the walls would tumble, and they did. And so we in America, I think many times, build uh, edifices to our own pride and greed. And uh, we chase after things that are temporal in nature and not eternal in nature. And what we were doing, we're attempting to do in the song Jericho was say, you know, God can tear down our walls at any time and can tear down our buildings at any time and will sooner or later. I mean, that's what the book of Revelations teaches us, not necessarily about you know, the United States in general, but about the world in general. Thanks to Eddie DeGarmo for sitting down with me to talk about this song. I found in my research that Dana Key actually passed away in 2010. If his family is listening, just know going through the DeGarmo and Key catalog made me appreciate what Christian artists like him and Mr. DeGarmo did during that time. It is also the reason why I will push to get more of these interviews done. I think it's important to rediscover some of these amazing classics. If there are classic artists that you'd love to hear, please follow our socials and let us know. Uh, you can follow the links in our show notes. This is the Refill Podcast. This is the Refill Podcast. My name is Desiree D, and I'm from Ajax, Ontario, and I'm an instrumental artist. Well, for this particular song, it's actually going to be a part of a future EP that I'm going to be coming out with. So it's one of four ideas that kind of combine the full meaning of the EP. Um, essentially, the EP is called Hidden Motives, and the idea behind the EP is knowing yourself through three mediums. Our purpose, knowing what's true and real, and paying attention to our surroundings. So this song in particular, Intellect, the idea behind it is not acting or making decisions based in our lives based on our feelings. Because I feel sometimes that a lot of the decisions that we make um, may sometimes not be logical or not aligned with our purpose in life. So a lot of the decisions we make, we make just solely based on feelings. As you listen to intellect, I want the listeners to really think back on their own lives and think about decisions that they have made 
and ask themselves if they had made those decisions based on feelings or based on rationality and logic. Because I feel a lot of times we make decisions based on our feelings that may have a positive or a negative impact on our purpose. Over and over again I know you I've seen you before I know the music Your smile makes I hear the laugh in your eyes I taste the love in your embrace That's Desiree D with Intellect featuring Loray here on The Refill. She's got more of a jazz hip-hop feel when it comes to her, her music, so uh, you're definitely going to want to check out the full song for sure. This is The Refill Podcast. This is The Refill Podcast. Annie Houdini, I am about to disappear, but before I do, remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at The Refill. Uh, the playlist link for all the songs on this episode available in the show notes. Playing us out is Comens, Melvilus, and Happy. Thanks to all my guests. Thanks to the team. Big ups to my son, Daddy Loves You, and to my wife, Beebs. This last one's for you. FaceTime just don't work like it's supposed to. I'm still out here trying to find and get to know ya. Sometimes we drift apart and we get closer. If you wanted to, but I'm on the move And I know, I know, you tried to hide the way you truly feel But I know that it's real And it's hard, it's hard, cause I'm too caught up Chasing all these thrills, you know I'm for real I just know when I see you, I see the difference, babe I love is different, babe you and I can go the distance, babe When I see you I see the difference, babe Our love is different, babe You and I can go the distance, babe If you